If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. How are you doing today, Jill? Hi, Colleen. Doing well. (laughs) I have a question for you. You always do. Can you think of, gosh, either the best speaker that you've ever seen at a teacher conference or the best session that you ever attended where you were able to take something with you and use it immediately? Do you have an example? I do. I am thinking about, uh, I've, okay, I've always loved going to conferences and workshops. Um, I would always, I, uh, try to get to everything and get approved to go to everything. So I was never, I would never call in sick, but I would go to every single conference that could get approved. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, but one that really shifted the way I thought about interacting in a workshop is a shout out to, um, Loyola university of Chicago, the Greeley center, the mustard seed project conference, because it shifted Mm. the way you would interact So Dr. Mike Boyle did his fabulous uh, keynotes that he always, you know, he's just known for. So I was inspired by uh, Dr. Mike Boyle. And then the breakouts were connected and it wasn't all disjointed. So I felt like I actually left there with some colleagues Ah. with a plan in our hand. And that is really, really rare. And that was the first time that I left a conference with an actual tangible, like I knew what we would do at school in the coming weeks because of what we did at this really big conference. There was hundreds of people there. It wasn't just like, you know, we Mm -hmm. went and worked for a few days. It was a giant conference. This was quite a few years back, but it changed the way I saw how to learn at a conference with my colleagues. So shout out to Greeley Center. Yeah, that's great. I, um, I know that I've told you, I, I went to a conference, like this was like way back in the late nineties when I started teaching and I went to a session on, um, different learning styles, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the, all the, sure. the different learning modalities. And I like took the assessment and brought it right back to my students and did it and used it the next day. Those are the best mm-hmm. when you can like take something out of a session and then go use it. And then recent, I just saw two really awesome speakers. I, I attended a conference recently. I saw um, Father Greg Boyle, 
who is, who runs Homeboy Industries in Los Angeles. Holy inspiration. Wow. <laughs> One of the best speakers I've seen in a long time. And then I also saw a keynote from Andra Tisha Fritzgerald mm, that mm-hmm. completely turned my um, notions of, you know, the power differential in a classroom on its head, which, um, gosh, she was just fantastic. So, um, yeah, I, I love when you can walk away from something and either use something mm-hmm. immediately or like you're so moved and so inspired. It kind of changes your insides a little bit. So, okay. But let's be real. This is my, okay. I want to tell you my favorite thing about a conference or workshop where there's hundreds or thousands of people together. And that's what we, (laughs) that's what we're just coming off of. And this is what some of the upcoming episodes are about teachers that we've met recently at um, the NCA convention. So, but my favorite thing to do when there are hundreds of people gathered is to try to maximize my ability to meet everybody and maximize my ability to sit next to the smartest person in the room because I love meeting people and meeting colleagues this way. And I knew when I, um, when I became assistant superintendent and Dave Faber was a superintendent, um, he and I were going to something together and he said, Jill, I do something really strange. I go to one session, but I, but I download the PowerPoint from a second one. And then at the end, I go introduce myself to a third presenter. So I really talked to like three people during that one time block for a breakout session. Like he just tries to maximize it. And I said, Dave, I do that too. So it was really funny because we were working together and we would really it was like you sent two of us to a conference but it was like six people went because we went to everything and then brought all those ideas back but I would do that as a teacher because I just felt like there were so many people to learn from and I learned um I learned that I really love to make connections with people. So even if I never thought I would do anything with the learning I would always introduce myself to the presenter and not necessarily the keynoter. I mean, that's kind of maybe. Sure. But, you know, if maybe. I'm in a, if I'm in a breakout session, I'm going to introduce myself and then get their email address and maybe send a follow up because you never know when later you want to share an idea back and forth about something or spit mm-hmm. an idea with someone. Um, but I think I think meeting people and interacting with them um, throughout a giant workshop or conference is the most exciting thing. And that's what we got to do when we were sitting on the couch in the teacher's lounge um, on the exhibit floor for Loyola Press at NCA. So that was super fun because, and I was exhausted, but we met hundreds of teachers mm-hmm. because everyone wants to hang out in the Catholic teacher's lounge. You know, here's the funny thing about that. Like, you're right. One of the best things about um, being around a lot of people is then being able to connect with other people, have conversations about, you know, topics that you connect over, which are, you know, classroom ideas and students and all these things. But what was so funny to me about hanging out in the teacher's lounge at convention was you know, we would be sitting there and there would be people who would like kind of look at us sideways out of their (laughs) eye and like see the comfy chair in the lounge. And we could tell they wanted to come sit in the lounge. And like, all we had to do was put out the invitation. Hey, you want to come sit in the lounge? Come tell us an idea. Come share your bed. And what my, the most hilarious thing to me, Jill, Mm -hmm. here's the funniest comment that I got for the, for the days that we were there talking to teachers is we would say, um, you're, you're a teacher, right? You must have a good idea. And when people would say, 
no, I don't, I don't have any ideas to share. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, teachers, but stop it. You have all kinds of ideas. And I know Jill and I have talked about this before, that sometimes teachers think that if they know something and they do something, that everybody else must know and do that same thing. And that is absolutely not the case. So but what was so funny, was okay, but Colleen, like, and this is, this is, I mean, we know this because this is how we would answer the question. Cause then we would say, well, what do you teach? Where do you teach? What's the favorite mm-hmm. thing you teach? What are you teaching right now? Or what lessons are you in right now? Okay, did you have to write subplans for this week? What were your subplans? Like, <laughs> all we had to do is ask. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious about people, like genuinely curious. So we just had to ask a few questions and then they would come sit down and we had really fun conversations over and over again, like all kinds of things. Yes. Um, and honestly, we met a lot of teachers who were high school. We, we met campus ministers. We met directors. Mm-hmm. Um, a religious ed. We met, I don't know. There was I love the, the, preschool, the preschool and kindergarten oh, people. And they yeah? sit down and I'm like, ooh, you have so much to teach me. Let's talk. <laughs> I know. So many things. Or principals who came over to tell us about their teachers or teachers encouraging each other as they came over, like in a group. Um, super, super fun. And everyone, everyone's inspired by a free coffee mug. So, you know, that was pretty right. good bait. You want to, if you you are also maximizing. So the other thing I would do is I'd meet as many people as I can and I'd always get all the free stuff. So walking through an expo hall and talking with a lot of people who are supporting Catholic education also means you get new pens and maybe some stress balls and maybe a coffee mug if you're super lucky. So we had the best, so I, the I, best prize we did in that expo hall. It, mm-hmm. it was the best. And we learned, we learned so much just from sitting and listening to people. Well, of course. So um, one of the things that I, I think I used to think, um, um, you know, when I was when I was a young teacher, was going to a professional conference is about listening to the presenters and learning the content in the sessions. And what I've learned so much over time throughout my career is that there's so much learning to be done from each other, from our colleagues. There's it, there's just nothing better than sitting down and, and rolling over ideas mm-hmm. with people who are um, on the ground doing the work every day. So. Absolutely. I yeah. I think, I think meeting the people and then doing the follow-up, sometimes we forget to do the follow-up. So sending out that email, going back into that slide deck, talking to people later um, who had that good idea and keeping those connections. Keep those connections. Um, we wish you all happy conferences and we hope you enjoy the upcoming episodes, which were recorded at NCEA convention in Dallas this year. So enjoy. So that is the bell. Thanks for the energy boost, Jill. We love exploring ideas of teachers and affirming their efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episodes as we hear from people in the field from convention. And we look forward to seeing you all next time and hopefully at an event someday.